0: It's been said that faithful Christians overcome so they can come on over when life ends. You know, I love that. And only the faithful will have that victory in Christ. Let's talk about victory today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned.
1: Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff.
0: Well, Greetings and hello everyone. Great to have you with us today for our studies from the International Gospel Hour. On the air since 1934 and how blessed we are to have you as one of our many, many listeners. Because of you, we've been able to remain on the air with a great interest in the things that be of God and we appreciate you joining us. We're always thankful for our j Webb and his announcing, and he'll have more information about our work here at International Gospel Hour, as well as our friends at the World Bible School and their online studies that are available. How blessed we are to have you with us today. In Revelation 12, beginning with verse 10, the Bible says, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the seal, or rather, and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. You know, when John was writing the book of Revelation, he did not deny the suffering that was going on during the time of the Roman Empire when the letter was written to the seven churches of Asia, Revelation 2 and 3. And he was giving them hope or as I've heard someone say, I'll tell you how the book of Revelation ends. We win, and that's it. But when we note how they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, a victory, if you will. Do you have a life that is a life of victory? Listen to this text from 1 Corinthians 15:57 and 58. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. When one has victory in Jesus, one can overcome the world. How thankful to have that victory only through Jesus Christ. So let's think about this today via some word studies. And we'll do this, and we'll be back
1: in about 30 seconds. Since 1934... The International Gospel Hour has been heard over the radio, and to God be the glory. We are blessed to remain on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends. That's why you will never hear us asking for money from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We want you to grow in the knowledge of the Word of God. Thank you always for listening. In our first of four
0: word studies today, let's look at the word from 1 Corinthians 15:57. Let's look at the word brethren. Now, friends, that is a word for fellow Christians. So let's ask the question, how did these Corinthians become brethren or come to be Christians? We go back to Acts, the 18th chapter, beginning with verse 1. It says, after these things, Paul departed from Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome. And he came to them. So, because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for by occupation they were tent makers. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded both Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy had come from Macedonia, Paul was compelled by the Spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. But when they opposed him and blasphemed, he shook his garments and said to them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From now on I will go to the Gentiles. And he departed from there and entered the house of a certain man named Justus, one who worshipped God, whose house was next door to the synagogue. Then Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his household, and many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed, and were baptized. So, friends, the Corinthians obeyed the gospel. They heard, they believed what they heard, believing on the Lord, they were baptized. Now, dear friends, when we note that Paul is writing to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 2, we can see how they became Christians. They did the same thing that they did on the day of Pentecost. When they heard and believed, they were baptized for the remission of sins Acts two verse thirty eight. And they were added to the church in Acts two and verse forty seven. Can we not concur that the adding to the church in Acts two hundred forty seven is the same church to whom the Corinthians were added? Without a doubt, friends, yes we can. That's how they became Christians. Through their faith of what they heard and that's Romans 10:17 faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and they were baptized upon their faith well is that not what Jesus commanded in Mark 16:16 16, 16, that he that believes and is baptized shall be saved he that believes not shall be condemned but he that believes and is baptized he's baptized based upon his faith in Christ that's what the Corinthians did and friends that's what we must do in order to become a Christian. How about a second word for our word study today? What about the word steadfast? The word steadfast from 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-seven, a word that means to be immovable or settled or steadfast. It has one who is settled and who is permanent, who is continuing in the faith. Every saint, every Christian from the 1st to the 21st century needs to heed this exhortation to keep on keeping on. One must be steadfast in one's doctrine. For in Acts 2 and verse 42, the Bible says of those early Christians, "...and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine in fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers." One must be steadfast in one's faith in Christ." As Paul said in Colossians 2 and verse 5, But though I be absent in the flesh, yet am I with you in the Spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. And one must be steadfast in one's confidence as a partaker, not confident in oneself. For in Hebrews 3.14, For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. So when one is baptized into Christ, one becomes a Christian, then one has a life that they must remain steadfast in Jesus Christ. They must remain steadfast and continue in the faith. What saved them through obedience continues to save them. Let's build with another word from our word study. What about the word immovable? Now, friends, this is a negative word, but it's used in a positive way, and it builds on steadfast. It finds where one is to not be moved away from the hope of the gospel, Colossians 1.23. They're not moved away. They are steadfast and cannot be moved from it. It builds a little stronger. When we think of 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1-4, through of how they obeyed the gospel of Christ and how they stood in the gospel, And then we think about Ephesians 4.14, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. Friends, we need to be immovable, not moved away from the hope of the gospel. It's a negative word, but it's used in a positive way, and it builds on steadfast. It strengthens. It makes it to where nothing can move you. And then let's look at the fourth word. What about the word abounding? A word that means to be abundantly furnished, to abound in a certain thing, or the work of the Lord. Ephesians 2.10 says that we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We are able to abound and grow in our faith with the works that we bring forth. That's James 2. And in Colossians 3 and verse 17, "...whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him." Looking at these powerful words, friends, the powerful words for the Christian, brethren, that relationship, "...steadfast to be settled and steadfast and strong, to be immovable, building on steadfast, don't be moved away, but abounding and growing in Christ." Dear friends, may I ask you a question? Would you like to learn more? Would you like to embrace and study this material even further? Here is our J-Web with information on our online offer through our friends
1: at the World Bible School. Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. And also to our friends
0: who do not have access to online study, we want you to know that you can receive the World Bible School material by your mailbox. If you will reach out to us with our toll-free number at 855-444-6988 and leave us your name and address and simply say World Bible School, we will register it for you. Again, contact us, 855-444-6988. Leave us your name and address and simply say World Bible School and we'll let them know of your desire. What a great study today to be thankful for His victory, the victory that is in Christ Jesus, the relationship and that consistent strength, how one can remain onward and upward and through Christ one is able to excel much more than could be imagined. So with that being said from Hebrews 4.14, let us hold fast our profession as Christians. And if we have not obeyed the gospel, let us be victorious in Christ and how thankful we are. And we will continue our studies together at another time. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, keep listening. God be with you till we
1: meet. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com.